You're, You're listening, listening to, to All Right, Okay, with Lauren and Keelan. And me, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that you introduced yourself. You're part of the team already. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so hi, welcome to episode eight. Eight. Eight is great. Mm-hmm. Feeling Feeling, yeah. Feeling great. I was going to say feeling great, but then I already said great, so mm-hmm. then I ruined my own rhyme, so. Okay. Episode 8, feeling great. <laughs> yeah. What she said. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we are talking about music today. Also, Everything about music. Yeah. All the, all the music. Just whatever comes into our heads about the topic of music, the yeah. very broad topic of music. Yeah. Exactly, it's very broad. Um, but why we wanted to speak today about music was because I got inspired by my lovely lady, Maria, and her passion for metal music. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the fact that she got me kind of more into it and opened my eyes to this genre that I was previously, you know, poo-pooing and like going, oh no. Mm-hmm. That is like the one genre that I don't listen to and I don't give any time to. <laughs> right? We all have those genres. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was inspired when you told me about it because I'm like, that's really cool that you were opening your mind, able to take on this new love for something that you previously hated. And I think that's kind of what this podcast is also there for, to like open your mind to new things. Exactly. So. Challenging perceptions and stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So maybe we'll... uh Maybe I can start by asking, Nuria, yeah. what is it about metal music that draws you to it? Ooh. Um, <laughs> or, like, how did you get started listening to it? Ooh, mm. how I started? That's, uh, well, I was, um, how old could I have been? Eight? Nine, maybe? Oh, yeah. so young. And yeah. uh, I was in this record store, uh, just <laughs> looking at CDs, and I was just looking at the uh, covers of the CDs. And then I picked this one CD up that I thought was really cool, and it was a Black Sabbath uh, CD. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I couldn't read uh, English, barely read oh, Swedish, uh, yeah. but I just was really drawn to the cover. Cool. And uh, I said to my mom that I wanted to get it, and she was like, "Oh, cool, Black Sabbath. All <laughs> oh, right. yes. Cool, mom. Yeah. Interesting. She's like, I got the coolest <laughs> eight-year-old in the world. Yeah. <laughs> she was. Uh, it was a proud moment in that store. And then I went home, and I didn't have any expectations. I didn't even know what it was that I picked up. And then, hmm. as soon as I put it on, I was like, shit. This is really good. This is, and it was music that I had never heard before. I had no idea what it was singing, but I was just really drawn into it. And uh, oh, wow. after That's that, I just continued to explore metal. I found out that it was metal music I was listening to. And <laughs> it had a name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's I it's a thing. A name. Yeah, it was a thing. And uh, yeah, during the years, I just uh, explored more and more... Uh, metal music and it's so broad so i'm still finding new things which is mm. cool i really like that about metal that is huge i would have no idea no <laughs> a lot of people think that's just this screaming music with guitars but sometimes exactly. it doesn't even have guitars like it's it's very mm. humongous yeah uh, genre of music and i had no idea about that yeah. until i kind of met you really yeah yeah, and it's not all like fast and screamy. Like it can be really like uh, 
almost like an orchestra yeah mm. sort of set up and uh, it's oh that's cool it was it's you really that cool. told me that it's like the closest or like one of the closest genres to classical music yes yes it's like metal really? and classical music they are the closest um the way that you play the guitar for example it's really similar to how you play the piano in oh. metal music or like uh, and uh, it's like all these scales or like yeah exactly exactly and it's cool. uh, those two are the most uh, similar um, music genres which is yeah, you would never opposite. think yeah <laughs> yeah you would never think but uh, yeah unexpected yeah it's, it's... so what are like some top metal bands because again I really don't know much you said Black Sabbath who are some other like yeah. top oh I have like um, well, Sepultura is one of my mm-hmm. favorite ones. Um, Gorgoroth. Gorgoroth, which is uh, the more extreme <laughs> sort of metal. It's like black metal from Norway. Uh, very, oh. uh, what do you say? Stereotypical Norwegian Quite black Quite dark. Metal. Very dark. <laughs> Brooding. They, uh, yeah, they have this makeup on and <laughs> just blood on stage. And it's, oh a, bit of a, it's a bit of a thing. Very see. theatrical. Yeah, but really, really mm. good. I like it. Performance. Mm. Yeah, I think if you like, if I would have start to play that sort of music to Laura when I was introducing her, she would probably be like, "No way!" So you have to sort of warm up a little bit. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Is like Rammstein? Is that kind of metal or it's, no? Is that yeah. Well, I wouldn't put it in metal, it. metal mm. but I think maybe some people would. Mm. Uh, definitely, it's like rock, uh, industrial kind of music. Okay. Yeah. So then what, what like differentiates like rock from metal or like it's screamo from metal? Yeah. I did listen to screamo music growing up. I had a best friend who was really into screamo in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I've listened to some. Yeah. Yeah. I guess screamo is kind of in the genre of metal kind okay. of. Yeah. It's like yeah. a subsection. Yeah. 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 Some, uh, I mean, there it's like more personal opinion again. Like mm. I think a lot of people, they really, uh, put a lot of time to say oh that's not metal and that is metal and ah. i'm not really one of those people that will say oh you're so wrong like i hate to point the finger at people and correct them because yeah it's a I big just, umbrella yeah it can it's encompass huge. A lot. i mean i wouldn't be able to keep track of every metal genre there's no way i think you more choose your genre and you get really mm. into it and that's how it works basically get your niche yeah 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 definitely but how did you, speaking about before when you said if you would have started me listening to Gorgoroth. <laughs> yes. Can you remember some of the music that you've started to play to me when I became interested? Yeah. In uh, learning more about metal. Yes. <laughs> so I played sort of like, well, actually I started you off quite hard with Cannibal Corpse. Oh, yeah. Oh, which is this uh, death metal very extreme lyrics kind of band like they are uh, Ooh, it's super explicit yeah I very mean, explicit. cannibal corpse that kind of yeah like, yeah gives yeah. You a hint. <laughs> yeah but i more played it as a joke and i was thinking oh she's gonna hate it like she's gonna tell me to turn it off and then really? when i put it on i guess i choose like the more sort of structured songs like some of them are just like the drums are chaos yeah it's mm. just complete chaos but i choose the one that had a bit more of a melody that you could kind of follow a little bit more of a song yeah yeah Yeah. exactly more more uh, common to listen to i guess something 
a bit more uh, that you, you can remember, follow. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. how I reacted? Uh, yeah, you were first like, what, what is this? And then, <laughs> what am I listening to? <laughs> <laughs> and then when you listened to the lyrics, you were like, oh, okay, all right. This is kind of uh, weird, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then I think after I played that, I kind of got really into explaining. Mm. That's how I was starting to explain metal to you, because I could see that you weren't so... Put off. into it yeah kind of but then when i started to explain like how much work is actually put into making these songs like it's not easy to play that sort of music like maybe some people think that they're just playing really fast and they're just mm. doing whatever but you need to have really good structure to be able to make it sound the way that it sounds it's not just going for it and hoping for the best mm. and i very think technical yeah very technical uh, sort of music and i think when i explained that you started to become more Interested. Interested in Curious. it. Curious. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Tell me more. You, I was going to say, or do you remember, Lauren, kind of then what piqued you and why did you want to like pursue this other genre that's so... Well, because, different. well, I never, I've never had a partner who's been so like into one specific, like not that you only listen to metal, but mm. that you're super, that you really love it so much. It's mm. not it's like it's more than just a music genre to you. Yeah, yeah. And mm. I guess that's why oh, it means a lot to me to like mm. at least that I kind of owe it to you to at least give it a chance and mm. like try to understand from a piece of what you feel for it. That's what I like. Yeah. And it's fun to listen to stuff. Yeah. Together as well. Yeah. And I guess that's why. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, totally. Mm. I mean, again, she's your partner, so you kind of want to understand yeah what what she really enjoys or what she really hates and you kind of want to like find those common grounds and yeah yeah you're able to enjoy it together that's why yeah and yeah i remember definitely there were some songs or bands that i was like whoa this is like this is too much but i I can also i could also say to you like oh this isn't really for me or like i don't like this so much but i like this one or Mm. i like this part of this song and then i feel like that gave you ideas and you were like coming up with more suggestions of other artists but within the metal genre but like that were really different from what i understood as metal as like just screamo and yeah apparently it wasn't and you had so much more to show me and you still do it's yeah really cool yeah it's really fun i feel like it's a shame that we discovered it in like the covid times because otherwise we would have gone to gigs and I think that's one thing that I love about metal as well is that when you go to a gig, like the community is so great. Like everyone is just there to listen to good music. No one's giving you any shit. No like, funny business. Yeah, no, no <laughs> one's being a horrible person. They just do. They have like the mosh pits and the circle yeah, of yeah, death stuff. Yeah, yeah, they do. And if someone knocks you down, they bring you up again, and then yeah, come on, let's go. <laughs> I got because that's yeah. something that I realized because Carl's kind of into that scene where like if he's at big shows and festivals like he'll join in yeah and from me from afar like when I went to my first or one of my first festivals um warp tour and I remember like I was there to see like the more like uh alternative rock like mm. but then there was kind of those more little heavier and people were doing these death circles and it just terrified me and I was just like what are these crazy people doing <laughs> but hearing it from someone who's been on the inside and kind of from what you've explained like it is a community and everyone's there to help you you're not there to hurt each other like yeah it's just this communal way of enjoying music and yeah. getting into the motion and get, like it's so i would like to enjoy that and do it myself not as a small girl mm. but like <laughs> part of me wants to be able to appreciate that or like be a part of that yeah, yeah. sounds cool definitely 
I think the best thing is just find a really tall, big dude and stand behind him. <laughs> and then he goes first and just you go after him. Along. Yeah, exactly. So what do I do? Because I'm taller than you. Who's going to look after me? <laughs> well, we'll just find two big dudes and uh, that's it. We're sorted. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. But I think uh, that's one thing as well about metal. When you see it live, it's a mm. whole different Whoa. thing. Like, yeah. a lot of my like friends that listen to metal, they got into it when they saw like a random live gig, and they were like, "Oh, these people are really putting in so mm. much energy and effort into this, like display." Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, if if you don't like metal, I would say go to a gig and just see it. And if you don't like it, you will find some nice people to talk to at least. Yeah, no maybe you'll gonna... make some friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone's really nice and lovely. I haven't had a bad experience in a metal gig ever. Wow, so. that's something. Yeah, that really is. Especially nowadays, I feel like oh my the past few festivals I've been to before COVID, like just so many people and everyone's just so drunk and then they only care about themselves and they just push mm. you out of the way they want to get to the front yeah people who do get crowd surfed i've had people just fall like half on my head and yeah yeah people are just so oblivious and so rude and just so out of their minds yeah yeah it's really. not a fun place to be no anymore. no it's not and uh yeah with the metal gigs it's also like it's so it's not just young people there like uh, it's uh, such a big gap in like age like if you the find generations someone, yeah you can find someone who's 60 there as well like it's so mixed up in the age and i like that that it's not just young stupid people it's also uh, <laughs> some people that are a bit more chilled and yeah. grounded which is nice but they also enjoy the same sort of music yeah it's cool yeah cool bond mm-hmm. yeah something that i have been enjoying about exploring metal with you as well is that I've realized like musically when we sit and listen um that a lot of the songs are much more like it's like more of a journey and like I love the build-up and mm. like the it's like very I don't know I love the progressive kind of mm. progression of mm -hmm. the songs yeah um like not like songs today where it's like an egg course or an A chorus, B chorus, like it's the same repetitive yeah, cycle of like 30 it seconds. Can be, can, it can be like instrumental, but it's so like, you can just hear it's like a story. It's like taking you on this like mm. journey almost. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just yeah. with the instruments Yeah. and sometimes vocals. Yeah. yeah. It's been really nice. It's very cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Are metal songs typically longer? Like how, what's um, an average length? Sometimes it depends on the genre. I would mm. say like uh, one of my favorite genres, which are like black metal. Um, it's usually like six to eight minutes long. Oh wow! Mm. Um, and they also have these like uh, black metal is quite chaotic and very like fast, <laughs> and uh, a lot of people hate it. But um, <laughs> what I like about it is that in the albums they usually have these tracks that they start off with or end with but it's very like calm and uh, hmm. very i've been playing some to to lauren um these like really cozy sort of uh kind of like a palate cleanser it sounds yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. easing in like here exactly here we go and now we're <laughs> gonna ready for ruin this. you <laughs> freaking wow yeah so um <laughs> yeah but it's it's nice i like uh i like also that they are longer because you it's 
I would feel like if you make them shorter, you wouldn't get everything that you want in that yeah. song. You sort of have to let it, like some of them are like 20 minutes long. Let it build. Wow. And that's yeah. why it reminds me a lot, like you said, like of the orchestra pieces. Yeah. Because exactly. yeah. I was in band since I was 12. I first played the flute, then I played the oboe, and I got up into like the symphonic ones. Like I was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, you're playing songs that are, 10 minutes is a short song. Like we played yeah. a 30 minute song and like, there is like usually three or four parts to the song. Mm. And then once you play it all together, it's like it just flows together. So like in practice, you might only play, okay, we're just practicing part one today. Mm. And then you're practicing part three. But it's very rare that you actually play the whole piece mm. at one time. Mm. So then it's like when you get to the competition and you play it through start to finish, like there's something about playing a song, especially live when you're in the band. Mm. Ugh, it is a journey mm, and yeah. it's like so fulfilling and then just to like feel that bass and the beat and the instruments swelling around you like <laughs> that's something that I miss about live music yeah, yeah. not to get yeah. off topic I guess but yeah like I miss being surrounded by the sound and feeling it from within not just listening to it through speakers yeah, yeah. we went Definitely. to our first actual our first gig together that we've been to as a couple yes oh um a few weeks ago mm. in in Marma, yeah. Donny Benet, we saw him. Oh, yeah. It was an incredible night. Oh. We, we danced our little hearts yeah. away. It was fantastic. And we sang along. Yeah. Or screamed along. <laughs> screamed along. <laughs> kind of drunk, was, hanging on the fence. It was great. We just, it was like, oh, it was like, we just were in the music. And it yeah. was so cool to see someone that you like yeah. in person, finally. Mm. Yeah. After COVID and everything. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. It is. I can imagine. Yeah. I had my first concert this summer, Lala. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm so excited. And again, it's like, I'm excited just to be around live music because most of the artists, I have no idea who they are. Like, I don't mm. even care. I just want to be there. Three days of nonstop music. Oh. Yeah. I just, I hope the crowd's nice or like I'll hang towards the back because like, I don't need to be in there to feel the music. I just need no. to be in that environment mm. do you because i feel like i need to be there in there like right in the middle <laughs> in the front oh. like I, i'm one of those people but if i'm at a gig or a concert or a festival like i'm gonna be in the heart of it like really mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not really like a hanger on the backer like i need to be where the action is yeah. i used to be like that and i can get into one of my stories because it's the story of when I got kicked out of a festival. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what, yeah. What so happened. this was yeah. me and Carl, maybe 2018. Um, and it actually was like a summer festival we had never been to in Chicago. And we went because the headliner was Axwell and Grosso. And so okay. we just did like a one day pass and we spent that morning afternoon just listening to some other no name people. But then we like found the stage that Axwell and Grosso was going to be at and we like camped out. We got up to the front. We were listening to like two groups before them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the day's going on. We're chilling, vibing. We meet some other nice people next to us. <laughs> and then the act that's right before Axwell and Grosso comes and it's more hardcore. And I'm like, this is oh. not the kind of band that should be prefacing oh, Axwell no. and Grosso. <laughs> Yeah, so we get oh some rowdy people up front. Oh gosh, okay. And it's this group of girls and guys, but the girls, they're the ones closest to me and Carl. It's literally me and Carl, there's no space, we're both holding our drinks, my <laughs> can is half crushed, oh, just for me trying oh. to hold on to it. So we're, you know, trying to be in the flow, swaying, but these girls just keep running into us, like half pushing me over, like I'm about to fall, he's barely holding on to me. So Carl pushes back on the girls. Oh. And that's when they freak out. They get the guys in their group to alert the security guard. They 
haul Carl over the fence. What? I'm there just staring at him. You're on your my own. drink in my hand crushed. And the girl that we were chatting to this whole time, I'm like looking at her like, do you not see what's happening? Like, you're going to let these assholes get away with this? Like, and so then the security guards come back because Carl told them, like, my girlfriend's in there. Like, you have to go get her. So they come and haul me over the fence. And I will never forget the look of those fucking bitches staring at me, like laughing at me as I'm getting hauled away. Oh my god! It's very, it's, it's still pissing me off to this day, but silver lining. <laughs> because of all that anger and like unjust, because again, these guys are checking our IDs and they're like pretty much taking down our info so that we can't get back into the festival. No. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I am a good person. Like I work with the elderly. Oh. So like, whatever, we get kicked out and I stand in the street and I scream the most guttural scream I've ever screamed in my life. <laughs> I would love to see that. Oh my God. I can still feel it. It's boiling inside of me. <sighs> and me and Carl, and he's like, do you want to like hang out in this? I'm like, oh, screw this. We're going home. We're going home. So we get into an Uber. We're on the way back to the train station. And I'm just like angry, not even pissed, just angry. We, we're on the train. We get home. It had thunderstormed, downpoured. I don't know what had happened, but the weather changed and the rest of the concert got canceled. Axel and Grosso never went on. Uh, really? And we were home safe in our beds and while all those assholes were out running in the rain trying to get their way home. <laughs> Perfect. Karma. So that's my story because... Whoa. Like, again, it's supposed to be a happy, safe space. Yeah. yeah. And these assholes, I'm like, I'm just here to see a band that I love and you guys are being assholes and then you get kicked out of it. It was... Yeah, exactly. <sighs> that's... I think that thing. would make anyone angry and yeah. scream yeah. from their belly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but then I say, I'm like, I made it rain. It's okay. Yeah. They, I got my revenge on them. Exactly. <laughs> I don't really have any crazy stories like that from gigs and stuff. But I remember yeah. my first, like, I think, well, oh, I have some cringy ones that I don't want to speak about. But one of the <laughs> coolest ones... <laughs> One of the coolest Cool, ones. not cringy. Or when I felt cool is because I was like 14 or something and I went to see Calvin Harris with oh. some of my friends and it was in a small, well, it's kind of smallish, um, O2 Academy in Oxford and we had a great time and I even like prepared, like I made some glasses DIY to make it look like, like it's glass. Oh my god! Yeah. And it was how old were you? I was like fourteen. Oh, that's adorable. And oh. there's still some pictures on Facebook oh, somewhere no. of that gig. And you remember the era of the glasses with the lines yeah. that were going oh through? Yeah, it was like two thousand eight or nine. It was that era. Yes. And we had a great time. Oh my god! Oh. So that was one of your first yeah. concerts, yeah. Yeah. Because that's funny. I saw Calvin Harris when I was in Vegas, but that was a weird show because that's like where you're paying, pretty much like. $30 if you're a girl, $150 if you're a guy. And they upcharge the drinks. They're like $15, $20 a drink. So me and Carl are there like sober up on the balcony. Guys are offering him like cocaine and shit. <laughs> and we're just like, and it's like almost midnight and he hasn't gone on yet. And it's like my birthday. And I'm just like, I just want to watch Calvin. 
And then I think once he finally came on, I think we stayed for like maybe 40 minutes because like it was just not very good. Like you could tell it was all preset and there was just like too much. It was bad energy in that Vegas club. Oh, yeah. So I'm glad you had a better experience. Yeah. Yeah. Early Calvin Harris. It was very early Calvin. It was not as big as he is. Is he still big? I don't even know. I don't listen to him anymore. No idea. That was when I was little. Calvin Harris. Yeah. What dude. But should we speak a little bit about some of our early earlier music memories yeah taking it back yeah because i guess yeah noria you got into metal when you were like eight or nine yeah yeah but like were you listening to any other type of music or was that like the main um that was like the main yeah main genre uh, genre. i wasn't really that bothered with music before like i did like some of the stuff that my mom and my dad was listening to like um not that one (laughs) (laughs) that was not mine but, um, yeah, just my dad kind of liked rock uh, mm-hmm. music, but also like uh, this weird uh, British music that was popular at the time, like Moby, for example. <laughs> Those, uh, so that's kind of what I was listening to, but I didn't really feel anything from them. I was You're more like, like eh. just sitting in the back of the car, just okay. trying to make this, this journey go You're faster. Like, yeah. Next. Yeah, I'm like, uh-uh. so uh-huh. yeah, before that, it wasn't really anything yeah standout-ish no not really but then when you got older of course that changed yeah yes yeah i mean it was metal and then like yeah dark electronic music (laughs) like rave music kind Mm. of not this sort of uh upbeat uh, kind of techno but this more uh, like moody darker sort of uh bit more hardcore maybe oh. not hardcore but um really hard to explain the genre when you don't even know the name of it but, <laughs> <laughs> i know sort of like mean. rave yeah. rave yeah. music something that if you would go to a rave and you would see some djs that's this sort of music that yeah means, yeah guess. underground yeah sort of and that makes sense yeah, yeah. So that's, Stuff that we're listening to now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think that's my... If I don't listen to metal, I listen to that music. Okay. Mostly. Yeah, mostly. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I guess then, what you said about having like to be in the car with your parents yeah. reminds me a lot about my childhood because <laughs> I was also the one like in the front seat listening to my mom's songs on the radio. Yeah. But I loved it. Oh. Or like I was excited to listen to it because she never let me pick the music. So it was mm. just like, okay, I'm listening to your songs from the 60s, 70s, 80s. And mm. then like whatever was new on the radio at the time, I guess. But like we would do like a little quiz or like she'd be like, who's singing? Who's the artist? Like me and my sister would always try and guess first. Mm. And I was always pretty good at guessing whether it was like, you know, the Beatles, Beach Boys, the Who, Mamas and the Papas. Like I knew a lot of these like older groups like mm. when I was growing up. Mm. And so I think that open my mind to different genres of music from a young age. I know I kind of turned into my own sense of style of music, but I still, like, even on my way here today, I was listening to, like, my throwback oldies. Mm. And it brings me back. And I'm like, oh, I'm young in the car again with my mom or my dad. And it's, like, trans transporting, you know, it's mm. a transportation in, into yeah. time. Yeah. That's the cool thing about music, isn't it? That yeah. It can just take you 
take mm. you anywhere. Back to that place. Yeah. Mm. To like you? very specific points. Yeah. What about me? Like your childhood <laughs> music. Um, yeah, well, like you guys, I guess same as everyone, you your first experiences is what people around you are listening to. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I liked my parents' music. My mum listened to a lot of Fleetwood Mac. Um, and I love that. I still do. Um, my dad has always been into like disco and funk, mm. soul and Motown. Um, mm. And so that was what I grew up listening to. And then um, one of my strongest music memories is playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Oh, yeah. And listening to all the radio stations and just being oh, like, grooving. this is amazing, totally automatic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the disco tunes from the 80s and 70s. And mm. it just kind of confirmed what I already basically had in my DNA, you know? <laughs> like, You're like, yes, this is it. <laughs> yeah. And I just went from there and I was listening to that on my own and going to gigs with my friends and were you allowed to go by yourself um because well, i feel when like i was a teenager okay. yeah not yeah. like little but okay. i mean yeah when i got a little older yeah. yes i went yeah because <laughs> i did i was just wondering because i have a story about going to my first concert with my parents i don't know if you guys like did you go to concerts and shows or stuff when you were little with your parents not really no uh, no not really no hmm yeah, because I guess my parents were a little bit more, I mean, they're not hippies, but again, they're a little bit more like free love and free world. So we went to go see the Grateful Dead, and that was my first concert. I don't know if you guys have heard of the Grateful Dead at all. No, I have not. Okay. They are, they've been around since the 60s, and they're literally like peace, bears, the, the bears are their thing. I don't know, little bears that have like uh, tie-dye and they're all about, you know, oh, yeah. smoking and <laughs> they're, they're, they're hippies. Um, and their songs are like 10 minutes long sometimes. And so you're just on stage grooving and my parents would go and follow them when they were teenagers and in college. And so they took me when I was eight years old. So I'm like, <laughs> now what are they thinking? <laughs> Surrounding me with all these drugged out but they were wonderful. It was actually a really great experience. It was my first concert. We were originally back, like, in uh, the field area. There was, like, a big stage in the front. But because there was deaf people, they were seated by the speakers. But they didn't want to be seated by the speakers. They needed to be, like, further <laughs> out. It was weird. So then we got what? to sit right by the speakers. So I, I don't know. I was eight. This was just the gist of the story. But, like, we got moved close. Like, we were almost on the front of the stage. Yeah. My mom, at one point, at the end of the night, they were throwing out balloons and balls. And she tried to go on stage and get one. And wow. Crazy times. Okay. That's good shit. But it was, like, a really fun memory. And I can still vividly remember. And I wore, like, my tie-dye dress, which I can still fit into. That's really sick. Like, I wore it at eight years old. And I can what? still wear it. I know. <laughs> is it like a, a stretchy thing or not like super stretchy it's like a, a kid it's like a kid's large it's like a wide enough like cotton mm. tie-dye dress is mm. it like super short now or something right like <laughs> yeah it's gonna go right to the knees yeah but wait so when you were smaller of course it came down well to i was your... a tall child i've like stopped growing like i grew and then i stopped growing at 12 so i'm really like about the same size as i was when i was 12 Oh, for like, real? This is yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Fun hmm. fact. That I'm I'm still fact. I'm I'm fun sized. I'm child sized. But you're not that small though. We're kind of similar height, aren't we? 
the three of yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I thought so. I guess in I'm my mind, I've just assumed I've always just stayed a child, but that's just more my <laughs> mental, my mental mentality. Yeah. But um, anyways, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, I can still finish my dress. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, great, great memories. Uh-huh. I remember carrying beer back for my mom with my dad. Like we had to wait in like a, what felt like an hour long line just to get beer. Oh and on goodness. the way back where I'm carrying it, we sit it down on the ground and the guy in front of us gets, sits, his seat goes up or down and it spills half the beer that we just waited and carried an hour for. Oh, no. So I learned at a young age, like, you really have to protect your alcoholic <laughs> drinks. <laughs> You're like, at, concerts, at concerts. Especially yeah. at concerts. Yes. So they taught me well. Hmm. That's yeah. my earliest, like, concert music memory. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. I, I didn't really play any instruments when I was younger like you did. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I mean, I guess mu- obviously music has always been a big part of my life, and my dad is really into his music. And I found his record collection in- inspiring and very Ooh. fascinating. And mm. I was borrowing them for extended periods of time, and <laughs> like on a yeah. real record player. Yeah. Oh, cool. Love it. Mm. I and never I started, had that. Experience. I had I had a small collection which I think is still at my parents' place, which I need to get back. Yeah. yeah. We need to get that. Yeah. Like, that's all the rage now, mm. going back to the... Yeah. But do you now, hear a difference? What do you mean? Like, people say you can hear a difference when you're hearing something on vinyl versus CD. Or... Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, but it's it's kind of... it's How would I, you explain that? For me, it's more about feeling than, like, ah. a sound. But, of course, it sounds different, mm. but... I think it's hard to explain, but it you kind of need to hear it. Exactly. I don't think I have. That's no. why I'm wondering, like, because people say it's like the quality of sound is different, but it mm. makes it feel more live, maybe, or more. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. It's like soft and like, I don't know. I feel like I have more of a connection to the music that I'm listening to because it's not through a screen or a technology. It's mm. just like, mm. it feels like it's more me or like in me, if that makes sense. Mm. Mm. It's like mm. more natural somehow. Yeah. More, not primitive, that's a weird word to use. <laughs> but, I mean, music is primitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Like, it's been around as long as we have. Yeah. yeah. It's like another form of storytelling. I mean, mm-hmm. it's how you pass It is storytelling. Along. Yeah. Yeah. It's how you pass along all the... It's art. Life lessons. Music is art. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It is. Yeah. But what about um, some ways that we use music to change our mood or to motivate ourselves? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I know you said motivate and I have a special Spotify playlist called Inspiration Motivation. (laughs) I created it at the beginning of last year after 2020. I was just like needing to get myself into a better state of mind each day. And so I created this playlist that I could put on when I go on walks or when I'm waking up in the morning and cooking breakfast because I realized that I wasn't utilizing music enough in my day-to-day life like I'd kind of forgotten about its healing effects and like how it can transport you to different time and places so yeah I really started using it last year and now I have like so many different playlists for all different moods and sets of days and times and I can always just be like play and it transports me or it soothes me or it makes me want to dance sometimes you need that little like pump up yeah Mm. i don't know about you guys how do you use it i mean i guess in the same way like i don't yeah i have some different playlists but i think i just 
I think more about like specific songs that mm. really make me feel a certain way. Like some of my favorite songs, they like motivate me. Like Curtis Mayfield, Move On Up is like my ultimate motivation song. Mm. It's like, you know that song, right? Give me a little ditty of it. <laughs> No? No. <laughs> you don't know Move On Up? Maybe it's... not. Oh my god, I have oh to play it. Yeah, we'll after listen this. to that after. You know that, right? Yeah, I know that. Yes, Good, of yeah. course. <laughs> That's like my ultimate motivation, get up and do your shit song. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, of course I have like songs that make me feel beautiful and sexy and like when I'm more like thoughtful and, you know, philosophical or mm-hmm. like trying to meditate or something. Songs to do yoga to. Yeah. Cooking. Yeah. I always need a little bit of extra motivation when I'm cooking. And some stuff that is just super, like, dancey that I just need to move and it doesn't even matter what I look like. I'm just Mm. needing (laughs) to, like, express myself just with my body. Yes. Mm. That's a bitch boss for me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bitch. I'm a boss. Oh, my God. (laughs) Whenever that song comes on, I'm, like, I'm on a catwalk. I'm on a runway. It's just... Yeah. Remember that night when we listened to that song on, literally, on repeat? (laughs) Yeah. For the whole night. We did. And then, like, we were going to play it for Nuria when she came home, and we did, and we just, like... Performed it. Oh, yeah. Like, vogued at you. Yes, I remember that. (laughs) It was a good... uh, Good sight when you open the door and it's just yeah. like, all right, guys, here we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any specific songs that like create a mood? Oh, um, yeah. I think whenever I want to feel good, I just listen to not a specific song, but like Black Sabbath. I think mm. it's like I associate it with being small and not really having much to worry about, and just mm. yeah. I think you have definitely certain feelings in different music yeah yeah same spaces yeah yeah it's kind of nice actually yeah but then yeah i guess gorgoroff is always good for me like when i want to be pumped i like that about Mm. metal that really makes you (gasps) awake (laughs) yeah yeah it's great for like cooking or cleaning it's perfect it's like yeah exactly it's uh, it's great if you want to feel pumped uh, it's, yeah it's good yeah definitely i could say that yeah yeah but also like uh dancing like electronic music it's yeah. also nice it's nice yeah. to switch to that yes it depends really on the we mood. like to dance too yeah. That kind of music together, yes. don't we? Yeah. Aww, yeah. Kind of techno y. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm really into EDM as well, but I think we're kind of in different subsections of that. Yeah. Because I'm more into, like, the tropical house or, like, the more melodic. Like, yeah. I like Griffin and Kygo. Those are, like, two of, like, my big. Yeah. And though those are a little different than I think when I've come here and listened to kind of. But, like, yeah. I still love the vibe and I can just get into the vibe yeah, and sway yeah. and move. Yeah. But I like the more maybe song quote-unquote versions of like yeah. these melody EDM. yeah mm-hmm. i think we are on like the, like the opposite, opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, like, nice. it's nice yeah. that there's like some kind of like link definitely together yeah yeah like of course they're related mm. <laughs> well yeah. 
I mean, I'm not saying he was his butler. No, no. <laughs> no I didn't say anything no, either. No, I'm just no. saying they're different, but... All part of the same flow. They're in the tree. Yeah. They're definitely in yeah. the same tree, aren't they? Uh, absolutely. That's what's fun about music. It's uh, so broad. Yeah. There's so yeah. much to One thing experience. that interests me as well is that, yes, music takes us back to, like, good times and good memories and, like, reminds us of a person or something. Mm. But something that kind of bothers me sometimes is that it can also take you back to, like, a negative time oh, or something yeah. that you don't want to remember. Mm. Or, like, a person that you... Absolutely don't want hate. to remember or that you hate or something <laughs> like that is something that I'm like oh and especially if you loved it at the time but yeah. now you can't listen to it anymore because it you feel it. like it's ruined yeah. it's like that's like oh that's yeah. a good point yeah I haven't yeah I've been mm. thinking about the positive but you're right there's definitely that other flip side of the coin there yeah. is I definitely have those songs as well yeah I have this one song I remember I was so drunk when I heard it, and it just rem- reminds me of that night when I was completely oh. wasted. And if I listen to it, I feel sick. Like you feel nauseous. I cannot. Oh, no. I cannot listen to it. Oh, that's interesting. I've never had a song remind me of like physical yeah. nausea or pain. That's no, interesting. That's crazy. It just stuck. It's like a, if you've mixed vodka with like some sort of drink, and if you smell it, it makes yeah. you sick. Is that yeah. same like yeah, feeling? Gatorade for yeah. me, it's Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, Gatorade. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was my college drink. Oh, oh, God. I hate yeah. yep. Me too now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Do you have a or I mean you don't have to share, but like is there a specific song or like Or I don't know, it's just like certain mm. songs and artists that I'm I would still like to listen to, but I feel like I don't want to because it brings back memories, memories. or like Yeah. I guess, or I don't want to just think about someone that I don't want to think about just because it's that music, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, forced. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's a trigger. Yeah. Yeah. It is triggering. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, I have, like, again, it's not a horrible memory, but, like, whenever I hear You're Beautiful by uh, James Blunt, I think it is. Oh, God. You're oh, beautiful. I hate that <laughs> That song. was my eighth grade dance song, my first dance with a boy. So, <laughs> yeah, it's mixed emotions either okay. way, but, like, it always brings me back. What a depressing song for, like, an eight-year-old. Yeah, I didn't realize it was about suicide until, like, a few years later. Yeah. My God, who was the DJ on yeah. that party? What the hell? Someone fire that DJ. Right? Yeah, yeah that was rough. And that was the one slow song that they played, too, at the dance. The like, out one? of all the options, of all the songs yeah. in the world, that was the one slow song they picked. What happened to the Titanic one? My <laughs> heart will go on, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> turn it up yeah I feel like being a dj is a lot of responsibility jesus christ uh-huh. like you are responsible for the mood and the the whole tone of whatever yeah. party or setting like imagine that like i decided to dj my wedding because i didn't want to pay for one and i was like ah, i've got a computer i can set up a playlist mm. but i mean it was kind of hard because i had a lot of good like older dance songs in a row and then it was kind of a lull or like songs that just i liked so then no one was out on the dance floor so oh, you know like it's kind yeah. of rough oh, yeah it's a lot of pressure okay yeah yeah, yeah. i feel but like... it's like it's my wedding i want to listen to songs that i want to listen to but i mean you really do have to play to the audience yeah, yeah you do well, what are we gonna do because music is so important yeah. to both of us yeah well i kind of like want to like when we have the party section we... Like to let other people as well like add some oh, stuff and just yeah. let it be like kind of uh, 
that they will add, it up. add to the queue of like yeah, yeah. already. I want to hear some different things as well. Like yeah. I, I don't like when I have a whole evening where I know all of the songs. Like I want to be able some to some other stuff too. Yeah, Surprises. Exactly, and I know that the people that I like, they like music that I would enjoy, or at least I can be like or at least some dancing to yeah. it a little bit. So yeah, that's true. Or it a little reminiscing, because nice. I feel like I would come in and throw like a 90s like Britney at you. Yeah. I mean, that, that, and that would be perfect for both of us. Cool. I mean, I love We love a good throwback yes. as well. Yes. We've had many a throwback party yeah. between us. Yes. And sometimes with your husband, Carl. Yeah. Not always. He doesn't <laughs> usually dance, but anyway. No. No. He can still sit and enjoy. Yeah. yeah. But that's what's interesting too, like how you show your expression of music or love of music. So like me and Lauren, like we're the ones up we're dancing, moving. vibing. Mm. We're singing mm. But you can dancing. enjoy it just as well sitting. Yeah, definitely. I can mean, you? If it, if I can't relate so to that, but can you really? <laughs> I mean, I think if Is I... Is it possible? Like if I find something that I really love, like... If I'm at the metal gig, for example, I'm not gonna be still a single minute. Like not. I'm in the middle, headbutting, yeah. bearded dudes. <laughs> I want to see you yeah. in that state. in the mosh pit. Yes. Or like uh, going to a rave, and I can't really sit still then either. But I think it's more like when you hear music live. I think then I really go for it. But if you hear mm. it just on the speaker, it's not really the same sort of that draws you in. Interesting. Yeah. I understand exactly what you mean, but for yeah. me. I feel like I'm acting like exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, like to me, music is music. So. Like, yeah, yeah. Live and so. pre-recorded. That's so interesting because yeah. it is a completely different experience. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, I get also, what you mean. When you are at a live gig and uh, you know that the someone's is actually there. Yeah, and they're making an effort to try and make a good night, I think it would be quite rude to just stand, stand there and still. be like, because it really is. And you're in the front row. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm in the front. I need to move. Like it's it's. Uh, and if you don't like it, go in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Because I think a lot of live performances, whether it's music or a play, or it's an exchange of energy. And so yeah. so many yes. people say like it was a dead audience. Like, you exactly. don't want to be a dead audience. You want to give and take, be a part of that exchange. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it is more meaningful, I think. Yeah, I think so. Live. Definitely. So and I like when you go to, like, smaller gigs as well, when it's, yeah. like, not very well... Intimate. ...known artists or DJs, but when they're really good and it's, like, a smaller it's vibe... Kind of underground. And, yeah, and you see that everyone is, like, moving. I can only mm. imagine what it's like for those people that aren't so well-known, because it's, if it's, like... Um, Someone be let's say Britney Spears. People are just gonna move, even though they don't know the song. It's just Britney. Yeah. Like they're just moving. But if it's someone that really is there, making the effort, I think it's really nice to just give back that yeah. vibe. To that them. reciprocation. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I matter. Because it's not yeah. easy to do music, and also they're overshadowed by these huge artists. Yeah. And the people that are actually there, taking the time, not getting paid very much but they're just there because they like it it's I their passion it's, yeah, yeah it's nice to give back it's the same like if someone does a painting you should buy it for a bit more money like it's just a way to give back pay the small artist don't yeah. give exactly. money to the small artists yes. not the big ones yeah. that are already dead yeah I like that <laughs> pay living artists yes <laughs> yes and you never know, maybe they will be huge one day one day yeah, yeah. you can say I knew them one yeah <laughs> <laughs> I saw them when they were mini yeah yeah, yeah that's a good point mm. Yeah. I was just thinking again about like being moved by music and dancing. I'm also a person who's like always singing. Like I have a hard time listening mm. to music and not singing. Same. And so like yeah, I have a hard too. time listening to music. Like even on the bus here, I'm like, I just want to start singing. Like I have such a hard time <laughs> containing it. Like I'm out on a walk and I have to hum. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. stay silent. I can mm. relate to that. Definitely. Mm. It's very hard for me to not 
sing when I'm listening to something. I don't. If I'm not dancing, I'm singing. Mm -hmm. And usually both at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. You are not you. <laughs> no, I, uh, but I do the head. Like, if I listen to something and I find it really good, I'm always like nodding. There, like, Even when you're in public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, on buses, sometimes I sit and people oh. are like, what the fuck are you listening to? Oh. <laughs> and yeah, they're just getting into the vibe, I guess. I love that. Because yeah. that's so much of why it's looked down upon because other people might judge, and I've just gotten, or I'm getting to that point where I'm like, I don't care. Who mm. gives it? No. <laughs> but sometimes I'm also like if it's people that are really digging their music sometimes I've asked like what are you listening to just because mm. you get curious because if it's that good that you can't sit still in public it has to be a really good song and most of the time it really is a good song mm. so, and I've had the same thing like if I'm sitting and doing the back and forth head people are like what are you actually listening to I'm kind of curious oh, that's you're cool. sitting on the bus and just digging so I think it can open up if you show that you like the music. I think it can open up like conversation with other people as well, and yeah. just getting people to be curious about what you're listening to. Well said. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm nodding in agreement. I'm just like yeah. <laughs> I'm bopping. I'm bopping my head like yeah. Get into the bottom <laughs> Your voice is music to me. Thank you. Aww. That's very nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cuties. Well, Boys what do we think? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of musical memories, musical moments. Yeah, it's kind of cool how yeah. so much of music is like non-physical, but then it shows in different ways to different people physically. Like we can all express it yeah. and yeah. our love for it. Yes, mm. in different ways. Yeah. Definitely. But I don't think there's one person out there who doesn't enjoy music in no. some sense in some way like it's something that's innate in all of us it like, is yeah. a human thing yes. isn't it it's yeah. just within us yeah. and even if it it's is like life. the sound of your mother's voice or like yeah. a sound of yeah. like voices can be very melodic and mm. like heartbeat bring, yeah yeah mm. that's yes. music oh yeah mm-hmm. sound is music exactly so deep oh my god okay that's enough of that i feel like this is part one music there's definitely going to be yeah. a part two or three or whatever Broad. whatever we get inspired by there's yeah mm. oh and by the way i feel like we should probably say that we treated this episode like a casual conversation <laughs> yeah. by which i mean we've all had a small glass of wine each so yes another end disclaimer there <laughs> so if it seemed a little more free-flowing that's why you know we had a little wine (laughs) I hope you enjoyed thanks for listening thank you to Nuria for guest starring thank you for having me it was lovely again lovely to have you again yeah maybe we'll see you again in the future yeah I'm sure we will Mm. thank you Mm. thanks for listening bye bye bye